Hey, welcome to the first episode of the Ice Fishing Podcast. You have Ben and Brett here. Hey, guys. Welcome aboard. We're glad you joined us today. We're going to be talking our favorite sport, ice fishing. Yeah, I think we'll we'll have some good co- topics coming at you guys this, uh, this winter. Um, and it really just kind of gives us something to do. Um, we're kind of excited to bring this to you. And um, I think this first episode, we're just going to kind of go in and introduce ourselves a little bit. Um, what we really enjoy about ice fishing, um, and then kind of talk a little bit about what we want to do for the rest of the season, give you a little preview. Awesome. Awesome. So I'll kick it off a little bit about myself. My name's Ben. I uh, grew up basically fishing uh, open water and didn't really get into a lot of ice fishing. I uh, just kind of dabbled with it a little bit throughout the years, but really got into it um, in college. So... Uh, went to college at UNI in Cedar Falls and and ended up uh, going out, buying a shelter, buying an auger, getting way into it, stashing everything in my little Cavalier and heading out and uh, hand augering every hole. Uh, Those were tougher days. A little bit tougher. Now we're soft. A little bit tougher. Now we got uh, basically the whole setup. We don't have to want for anything now that we're older, but... Back in those days, I was super happy to even see a fish without a flasher, just get a little bite from a bluegill, or even think you have a bite. Do you remember those days? Oh, yeah, dude. Well, I only just had a, got a flasher two years ago. Before yep. then, I was just running the schoolie two cranks off the bottom and praying for a bite. Flying blind. And I was still out there crushing them. I was still into it. See, you had a lot more luck than I did back then. Well, I'd been doing it for a little longer also. I mean, I went... I'd been fishing, well, it started out with a couple of buddies in high school. Maximum danger zone was zero per, super, adult supervision, just fishing farm ponds where you're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, so I grew up in southeastern Iowa, which is the land of sketchy ice to start with. I mean, before I came uh, up to college, I uh, went to Iowa State. Um, prior to that, I don't think I'd ever been on ice that was thicker than five inches. Nothing that I couldn't at least get my hand around from. <laughs> The tip of my finger to the tip of my thumb. Uh, yeah, going out there with buddies and fishing farm ponds. We thought we had the world by the nuts. Yep. Um, we were the best fishermen in the world. And then you come up here and you start fishing some public water and get humbled pretty quick and yep. pretty damn dog tired by the time you try to auger through eight, hand auger through 18 inches of ice. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was rocking the 5-inch laser, and that thing was just perfect for up here because you end up you're just boring holes like crazy, and you get about four done in about a foot of ice. Yeah, and there and, better be some damn fish yes, underneath those four you're holes. you're feeling pretty good. But, yeah, I started out with, what, a 8-inch Eskimo? Picked her up at uh, Sportsman's Wear, or no, Fin, fin and Feather in Iowa City. Yeah. And uh, started digging holes and catching bluegills and bass, for the most part. Dang. Crushing it. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Well, now we uh, we both live in Ankeny, Iowa, and we're uh, we're basically coming into our second season of fishing pretty much all the time uh, with each other, at least. Uh, before that, we were out doing our own thing, and I moved to the area about a year ago and uh, found a good fishing buddy in Brett, and we've been going out. We go out every chance we get, so. Took you under my wing. Yeah, showed, <laughs> showed me the schoolie ropes. Yeah, fine-tune the schoolie skills ben runs all the fancy equipment and i'm still running the schoolie and uh my open water sonar so yep yep we make it work 
We did the uh, Iowa State Ice Tournament last year. Crushed it. Crushed it, got first place. Yeah. Don Williams was the first fishing tournament we'd ever entered in, my, really my entire life. Yep. Went out there and won, uh, and then we were hooked ever since. Just great. I, didn't, I had no idea what to expect and zero expectations of of winning, yep. doing well, anything. And Brett just said, hey, Don Williams, I can show I can show you crappies. Yeah, I mean, I can prelude that a little bit because I lived in Boone for two years. Uh, fished the hell out of Don Williams. I mean, you're catching eight-inch crappies all day long, but... Uh, once you can figure out where to catch eight and a half inch and nine inch crappies, then you're yep. Then it's pretty quick to win a tournament. Yep, and we just crushed them. Like there's plenty of other teams that didn't have any fish. Yeah, I don't know how they didn't. <laughs> I don't know what happened with that, but just awesome. But yeah, so right now our setup is we're uh, sitting in my basement. Uh, ben and I have a fine pilsner in front of us, yeah, a little Miller Light. Uh, and yeah, so we're hoping to just to bring it on and. Hope you guys enjoy. This this podcast is for for all you guys. The the one of the reasons we want to do this, we want to get get everyone excited about ice fishing at whatever level they're at. Well, really, we just need to tame our own expectations. It just snowed today. That's true. Colder than hell last <laughs> night, and you just get amped up about ice fishing. Yep. That's all you start thinking about. So, why not just start doing this? That way, we can kind of stroke our egos and yep. get away from the wives for a little bit, talk about ice fishing, and not make them watch in depth outdoors all day long. Exactly. Although it's grown on Abby, she likes she likes in depth outdoors every now and then. But we just watch it on repeat. <laughs> yeah. well, there's always there's always little tidbits to pick up. I was just watching. Yeah. Uh, I was on the on the road today, passenger watching the uh, in depth outdoors episode where they're in Kansas fishing with the long rods for Glenn Elder. freaking monster crappies. Yep, gosh, that was a great episode. The guys yeah. out there, the locals in their chiefs outfits and. Well, I think that just goes to show you can do it. Anybody can yep. do it. You don't have to have all the special gear. Um, and that's something I really want to try to bring across in this podcast is, you know, ice fishing's easy. Uh, as far as you don't need a whole lot of gear. Um, dig some holes. Um, drop some baits down there. And a lot of times you can find them if you kind of have an inclination of where to look and um, what you're doing. Yep. But what what's so interesting is you and I fish so differently. Oh yeah, and all of our equipment is different, and yeah. different philosophies that balance out. I think Ben's running top of the line stuff, and I'm just using running uh, second hand, third hand stuff. Yeah, but a lot of it is Ben's operating high high time on jigs and baits, and just constantly switching out baits, which is not something I necessarily do. I just run a spoon and a mm-hmm. jig and hope something bites that. Yep. But I'm a little bit more location oriented. Yes. Uh if we're not bite, if we're not catching fish in a spot in about five minutes we're on the move. Yep. And we're popping holes all over. Oh shit. We yeah. just Swiss cheese lake. Yeah. That's the other Getting reason the you fish. have to get rid of the hand auger. Yep. You gotta go the, the that electric auger is so money. Yep. Yep. But but really this this podcast is for every kind of ice fisherman you could think of. It's not really for you guys that are out there in your wheelhouses every single week, taking months off of work mm-hmm. and going out doing these major trips. This is for guys that just want to go out after work and catch a few fish, have a good time. Yep. You know, in the winter in Iowa, it gets pretty gloomy. You know, it's dark at 5 o'clock, and you're coming, leaving for work in the dark, going home in the dark. So just being able to get out and get some time on the ice. Yeah. That's the main thing. Well, and some of it, too, and 
one of the names I thought of for the podcast is, you know, we're kind of below the ice belt. I mean, you see all these videos and YouTube and podcasts and all these things and our kind of south of the ice belt, Des Moines uh, area is a little underserved, I think. So just getting out chatting about that stuff, um, get guys pumped up that it, you can do it here. And uh, not every application that they're talking about in these, you know, clear natural lakes are going to apply down here where we're fishing dirty water and a lot of reservoirs. Yep. That sort of deal. So yeah, definitely. I'm pretty, that's one aspect I'm pretty pumped about is to kind of, yeah, below the ice belt sort of deal. And there's still ice to be done and fish to be caught. Yep. Yep. And we're still like, like you said, Brett, we're still looking for names for the podcast. We're working on that this week, but we we're tossing out a few ideas. We want to make something kind of cool. And hopefully by the time title. this, hopefully by the time this airs, hopefully by the time name, it airs. But, yep. Um, if not, we'll be taking suggestions. Yep. And we hope to have some guests on as well, bring some local talent in, some of the local clubs, get them involved. Yeah, Just, definitely get the Iowa State boys in here if we can. Yep. Um, get in our buddies on here too, I think. There'll be a lot of bullshitting and a lot of stories to tell and talk yep. about. And yep. I think that'll be sweet. Be awesome. And just be a conversation among friends and just, like I said, stroking the ego of ice fishing. Yep. So right now it's first, you know, late part of October, just had a little bit of of a cold snap and we're all feeling the the itch to go out so yeah have to go pretty far north to get on some ice right now yeah what was i saw on facebook somebody got some guy from finland posting ice fishing pictures probably just year round yeah shit. <laughs> keep your stick on the ice up there that's uh, for sure so let's talk some gear some setups brett so yeah people want to know what we're running for equipment how we fish um kind of if you were to find us on a typical night could be any night of the week right yeah, could see if a, they can spot us out on Big Creek. Could be a Monday night out on Big Creek. Yeah. I'm getting off work at by at least five, if not later. Yeah, Brett's I'll already be home. About four. Uh, probably in the water already. So we're rolling out to Big Creek. So uh, two years ago at the ice show, I bought a uh, Otter Pro Lodge. Not the side door model. Not that fancy. And uh, everyone said, hey, they're they're big sale on them this year. Well, that's why. Yeah, of course. Came out with the, the side door model, the, what's that called, the crossover? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know that you need that. I feel like a lot of guys are getting, you yep. got those all burnt up or the zippers wear out on them pretty quick or something. But When you're fishing three across, though, that's yeah, handy. that would be nice. You got all your stuff spread out in the front and you just go over. You don't have to step over all your stuff and yep. watch poles and yep. kick a fish in the water. So that's my normal, my normal uh, shelter setup. And then uh, we trade back and forth though. If we're if we're heading out after work, we kind of if we need to run a light operation because yep. that otter is a heavy son of yep. a gun. That's that's hunkering down. That watching. sucker is a two man operation to get in the back yep. of a truck. Watching YouTube videos. Yeah. In the shelter, camped out, making food, kind of set up. Yeah, that's like a base camp sort of operation. Yep. You're not dragging that thing all the way across the lake unless it's glare ice. Yep. And that doesn't happen very often. So what are you running for a setup? But yeah, so. Last year, prior to that, I'd just been running a just a cheap Craigslist special glacier, um, just a little pop-up tent sort of deal where if you got out of it, it'd blow away on you. Um, but then last year for Christmas, my wife got me a Eskimo Sierra Thermal. A little heavier than the operation I was running before, but much lighter than the Otter. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I Nightmare. do enjoy that thing a lot. It's a little shorter. You can't stand up in it, but that's fine. Yep. Um and yeah, it's got all the room that I can want. I'm not a very big guy, so it works out pretty good. Yep. 
uh, caught a lot of fish in her this year. The only problem, that, the only thing I would say that annoys me a little bit is sometimes where those clips go, where the oh yeah, oh your stand, or not the stands, but the shell kind of will extend. Sometimes those clips will freeze up on you, but I think that happens with most shelters, anyways. But did you have a couple that were broke too? Where you getting those? No, the one spring just came across, came apart. Uh, so I undid yeah. the whole thing, popped a new spring back in there, and nice. We're good to go, but I'm sure it'll come apart again. Ready to roll this year, but who knows? Cool. Yeah, it it helps to have a couple variety variety options to to dig into. On a windy day, that otter is money. Yep. Or if yeah, you're gonna set up for the night, or if it's super freaking cold. Yeah. Because those frigid days build up a lot of heat pulling that thing, and then you just flip it up and you chill out in it. Yep. Yep. And. uh we go out a little bit of a, did a little run and gun last year too in some tournaments mm-hmm. with some real heavy snow down on Rock Creek. Just downsized and. Yep. We had a couple guys show up for the tournament in big, heavy setups, you know, like pulling an otter and, and trying, thinking they're getting out on the lake over a foot of slush. And Brett had the fortitude to, uh, figure out how to pack everything into a couple backpacks and have her flashers, throw her auger over her shoulder and just trek yeah. it. I'll never forget looking back as we made it out to our spot, and those guys, I don't think they made it out of the, out of the Marina Bay area. Nope. They made it to one, the one guy made it to a point, he's like, ah, screw it, I'm setting this sucker up right here. made it about 40 feet. If there's up. no fish here, that's just the way it's going to be. Yep. Uh, and yeah, obviously that paid off. Yep. Being able to go where we wanted and picked up our, basically a limit of crappie in that one, the, the crappie that we needed in that one spot, and then as we bounced around, we didn't catch them anything much bigger, but... Uh, yep. Saw some catfish. Being mobile. Oh, yeah. That was the most catfish stacked up in one spot I've ever seen in my life. It was like a, a drain and crazy. It was over by the dam, and I think it was like an overflow or something. Yep. Set up. We were digging holes, and Chad guts were coming out of the ice. I'd imagine that's why they were there. Yep. Because, uh, yeah, we saw him on the flasher and thought it was the thought, flasher screwed I up. I thought it was Chad or something, because it was unbelievable. It was all the way from the top to the bottom. Uh-huh. Sent the uh, so camera cool. down there, which was, those, those yep. recons are money. Yep. Uh, yep. Sent that down there, and yeah. As many catfish as you could possibly see. Yep. Like, it was unbelievable. Couldn't catch one. No, I caught two or three. Well, yeah, it took a long time. Well, it took a while, yeah. yeah. We spent more time on trying oh, to catch yeah. those catfish, definitely, than what we should have. I mean, we were kind of, we already had our 10 crappies in the bucket. Yeah. So, I wasn't, we were kind of getting distracted on pulling in a few so kitties. A time. But then, yeah, those two those two boys uh, brought in those two seven-pound cats. Yeah. They didn't bring in any crappies, but they did bring oh. in those two Mondo cats. They're pro catfish guys. Yeah, that was sweet. Yep. Those were sweet. Yep. So we run a little bit of different setups, but it complements each other. Yep. We can we can pick and choose. If we're going out and it's a nice uh nice day, we want to just punch a bunch of holes and yep. catch, actually catch a lot of fish, we'll take your setup and just run around. Or we won't take any setup. We've got the gear yep. now, the clothes that Yep. If it's just an hour or two session that you're out there. Yep, no problem. You just throw the stuff over your shoulder and, and especially if we hit fish these Ankeny ponds. Yes. So that's one thing I'd like to touch on a little bit this year is some of the area lakes and ponds that we fish and kind of not exact locations, but kind of what we see on that water and kind of yeah. how we break it down and approach each time we go out there. Cause especially in the winter time, it's different almost every time you go out there. Um, fish move around quite a bit. There's so, such a variety of fish to be found around this area too yeah. that people don't realize. Yeah. Get off the beaten path a little bit. Yep. Um, I mean, everything we're going to talk about in this podcast can be public water. Um, I don't even remember the last time I fished private water, to be honest. Yep. Yeah, but if anybody knows of private waters. Yeah. 
Hit us up. Send us yeah. a message. Yeah, we'll take you out. <laughs> we'll, we, we'll bring you on a guest on the podcast in our shack. And We're looking for opportunities just like anybody. Yeah, we'll take anything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ben opened it up a little bit earlier, you know, 5 o'clock after work. Yeah. You know, where are we going? What are we doing? Um, Big Creek's one option if it's a Friday and, you know, I don't have a whole lot to do the next day. But a lot of times if it's like a Tuesday, we're just going to hit these ponds around Ankeny. Yep. Um, shoot the shit for a while and. Yeah, Not ba- all of them have a decent crappie population. Basically just have all the gear ready to go, take it to work with you. It's always in the back of the truck. Yep, ready to go. Head out on the lake right afterwards. Keep a couple millers in the back. Yep. Yeah, but hopefully that hopefully we can keep that going this year. I don't know. Yeah. Baby time might slow that down a little bit, but we'll see. Yep. Yeah, Brett's Brett's got a young one. Yeah, seven months seven weeks old. Seven today. weeks. Seven weeks old actually Holy in cow. about five hours. Really? You gonna be yeah. celebrating later? No. Be, hopefully sleep. Oh, I'll probably be awake. Feeding. Being awake, editing a podcast. <laughs> well, hopefully this is on that. This don't need to be edited. That'd be sweet. <laughs> Never know. Yeah. It's our first episode, so yeah, I have no idea. I realize this, this episode's kind of gotten away from us a little bit and kind of scattered all over the place. Uh, but I think as we find our feet in this, it'll get a little bit. Yep. Bear with uh, us. A little better. It, I mean, like we said, it's it's for people that l- just love ice fishing. If you're if you're like us and you're in the car, you want to listen to something about ice fishing. Yep. You can't get enough of YouTube and podcasts and just ice fishing info. Yep. Chatting it up. Awesome. Yeah, I think that unless you have anything else you want to add to, for I this episode, can. Ben, um, we'll give a quick preview of a couple of the next couple episodes that we have written down on my notebook and. Awesome. Um, we'll see what we're looking at. Um, I think the next time um, we touched a little bit on gear that we run, but I think we're going to take a deeper dive, uh, maybe do a two-part series of each of our equipment um, and kind of our setups and why we have that and Likes and thoughts. dislikes. Yep. 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 What we change. So Basically, a- if, if you're getting out and this say this is your first time listening about ice fishing and you're thinking it's pretty cool to go out, give you some tips and tricks on things that we wish we would have done differently. Yep. You know, if, if we're going back to buy equipment again, what what do we think is a waste of money and what's really good? And it's fishing. None of it's a waste of money, Ben. Yeah. Well, it's all good. Yeah, spend money on something. Might as well be something fun. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's crappy Get outside. Equipment. Yep. Uh, what else did I have on that list? Uh, we're going to go back up to the St. Paul Ice Show this year. Um, so on yeah, our way up, we're going to try to do a mobile podcast on our way up. We'll see how the... Yep. Truck noise goes, or maybe we'll just do it in the parking lot when we get there and see how pumped up we are. Yep. Do a recap of uh, how much money we spent and kind of the stuff we come back home with. Yep. Uh, That'll be a good here? time. Then I think we're definitely going to want to review the or preview tournaments that we have coming up. Um, yeah, if you guys haven't gotten in on the tournament action, highly recommend. Even yeah. if you're not sure you can go through all the way in a tournament series um, Dude, or it's any so of that, much fun. just oh, go man. out. Find a buddy, um, find someone. Heck, put a message out on Facebook that you're looking for a for a yeah. partner, for a buddy to go with you, and just go fish some tournaments because it'll make you a, such a better angler. Um, just having that tournament mindset yep. versus going out and just fishing for fun. Yep. Um, totally different than the tournament dynamic. Well, I know what happens to me. Yeah, when we go out for fun, yeah, the fish aren't biting, but the beers are cold. Yep. Uh, but when you're tournament fishing, you're like, well, shit, the fish aren't biting. Where are we going? What are we doing? Yeah. Where are they at? How do we find them? We caught five perch. We got to get five more something. Yeah. What are we going to yeah, do? I only need 10 bites that whole period. Yep. Uh, we got to do something to get them in. Yep. It's Plus not give away your location to everybody across the lake so they're all crowded. 
yeah. feet from you. Exactly. Trying to get on your honey hole. Um, also, yeah, talk about tournaments coming up, but also kind of review last year's tournament series because that was a hell of a lot of fun, man. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for this year. If if we can get that same format, some same lakes, different lakes, whatever, that was really cool. Basically, I mean, we were out fishing every weekend Yep. at that, every Saturday. Well, yeah, shoot. I was pre-fishing on Fridays. Fishing all day Saturdays, and then half the time we'd go out on Sundays and just go for fun. Uh, yeah, that was a hell of a lot oh, of fish. Oh, just awesome. Yeah. Gosh, I'm getting fired up. Yeah, and then hopefully uh, might have a few extra filler podcasts in there. Uh, maybe talk about some social media and YouTube uh, things that we like to follow and kind of why we like those. Yep. Um, and then otherwise, hopefully ice is here by then. Yep. And we'll be on the ice. Uh, yeah. Bring December, December 18th last year was when I caught that crappie. On the pond. The big crap. Oh, that Ankeny pond. Yeah. <laughs> that thing was a hog daddy. December 18th. There was, I mean, just dead grass everywhere. No snow. Nope. But man, we had three-ish inches of clear ice. Yeah. And we were out there both days, Saturday and Sunday. That's all Got we did. the itch. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So what do you think, before we close this up, what's your guess for uh, first ice this year? I'm, I'm thinking early. Like 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 we were talking before uh, earlier, it's, it's coming. Like this year, just having snow. Right off the bat, it's not even November yet. We had a little dusting of snow on the on the grass. That's fantastic. I mean, it's temp- temps are gonna be in the 40s during the day. You know, mid 20s at night. Yeah, I'll be making some ice. I'm not quite as optimistic as you. I think this is a decoy. Uh, decoy gonna, cold. It's gonna break and next gonna week's be gonna hot. be in next week or the week after is gonna be back in the 40s and we're gonna yeah. hang out in there. I bet. Well, I'm hoping maybe I'm gonna guess Christmas. Christmas? That's where I'm going. Oh, I'm not quite as optimistic make it that as long. you are. I'm going to be I was thinking like Christmas. December 10th, we'll be out. All right. So the year before, on the do, you, do you remember when uh, I was out on this real sketchy lake and I beat you to the ice? It was December 14th that year. Yeah. 2017. Yeah, you beat me by two days because yep. I went up here in Ankeny because I didn't have any, I didn't have my gear. I just had my bibs and uh, my flash and I froze my nuts off because I had to get out there. You got me pumped up. Yep. At least you didn't fall through. <laughs> yeah, it was sketchy, but yep. I think we're gonna wrap it up. Um, unless you have anything you want to add, cool. Well, we'll have a have a website getting up and running here pretty soon. We'll have a way to email us, get a hold of us. Uh, we want your comments. Give us uh, give us your thoughts. Chat back and forth with us. We'd love to hear from you um, and follow along with us on this journey. It'll be pretty pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm real excited for it. Um, yep, we're pumped. Yep. All right, thanks, guys.